0: What if you could instantly have an online tribe? My good friend, Barbara Ames has demystified the process of quickly and simply growing your online business with a system she has pioneered called micro summits. Join me today as I chat with Barbara in this episode and reveal how she went from building a multi-million-dollar toy company to becoming an online client attraction expert. Welcome to today's show.
1: Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance. So, without further ado, I invite you to get off your Duff, and let's get started. Now, here's your host, Duff Gardner.
0: Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast, where we talk about how to get off your backside and start making your impact in the world. I'm very excited today to have a really good friend of mine, former client, her name is Barbara Ames. Uh, I've been really excited to have Barb on the podcast for quite some time. Uh, she is someone who has transitioned from a very successful, I don't know, it's kind of we'll talk about it in the podcast, multidimensional expertise in business into helping people with their online businesses. And so I'm thrilled to have Barb here today. Hey, Barb, how's it going?
1: Hi, Dov. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, well, it's really great to have you here. Um, You know, like, I think that one of the most interesting things I learned about you is what I started to reference, probably not that well, but uh, you have such a depth of experience in business. And so that, I think, makes you really unique in terms of what you bring into the world of coaching and transformation. Um, Tell us a little bit about some of the things that you've done in your career that brought you to the point where you're at today.
1: Okay, wow, where do I start? So, you know, I've always I know, I've always kind of been an entrepreneur, but it's, you know, um how does that phrase go? Eating bigger and bigger frogs as I got older and older. So, you know,
0: <laughs> I've not heard I, that one.
1: <laughs> well, what's that eat your frog, eat you that, you know, just taking bigger and bigger risks. Right. Um, you know, which business is a big it 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 is, you have to have a high risk tolerance. Um, but it's not, it's not like the kind of gambling type of risk. It's not like, you know, the, throw the dice and close your eyes and pray. It's not that kind of risk. It's always um, like a measured risk. But anyway, I started out uh, as a recording engineer, which is pretty much a freelance type position. Right. And then I, you know, that gave me the gumption to have a little fitness training business. And um, that gave me the gumption uh, or the... Uh, what is it? Bravery and stupidity can be right. <laughs> <you> know, easily <laughs> easily entertained, but, but that gave me the, uh, the gumption to go out on a skinny, skinny branch and ask my father, who, who I at that time in my life was completely convinced, thought I was the biggest loser on planet earth, right. um, But come, but asked him, to lend me more money than I had ever made in an entire year in my life to purchase a defunct little cardboard building block children's toy business, wholesale business. Mm -hmm. And when he said yes, I about crapped my pants. I was like, oh no, (laughs) stuff's going to get real up in here now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But that turned out, so I I grew that business into, you know, multi-million dollar earth-friendly toy company for children. We sold toys all over the world. And then I sold that company and uh, started the journey I'm on now, which is to have an online coaching business. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that has been, you know, I've always realized or quickly realized that, business, in my opinion, is really a personal growth journey. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And your business tends to grow as you grow, as you start uh, embracing bigger and bigger possibilities for yourself and for what you're creating. And uh, boy, this online business is no joke, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Right,
0: right. Well, I want to just ask you about that one thing that you just said, because I love that. Nobody's ever said that on my show before, but I agree with you 100%. Um, You probably get this all the time, and I'm sure the listeners do too, where people don't completely understand the time and effort and energy you're investing in your business. They don't understand. They talk about concepts like retirement or weekends or time off and these kinds of things. You know, If they're government employees or union employees, there's these other layer of things. And, um, you know, it is a personal growth journey. Yeah. I love that you said that.
1: Yeah, it is. The first time I really realized that was, you know, when I purchased that children's toy company and I yeah. purchased it because I just wanted, uh, I, I it was something I felt I could do at home. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, all I ever wanted Duff is just to work from my home to not have to go somewhere to earn a living Right. and uh, grew it quite rapidly uh, from my living room. And it was great and it pr- was able to purchase our first house and everything. And it wasn't until about three years into that business that I started thinking, wow, you know. If I had an assistant, if I had somebody working for me and I could, you know, I could teach them how to do all this stuff and that would free up my time. So, in other words, I had to be able to, to expand my mind or my outlook or my mm-hmm. way of seeing this business and it, that always preceded the business actually growing. Like I couldn't, when I first started it, to, to actually generate a million dollars in sales was beyond my imagination. And it wasn't until after I started being able to imagine that, that I I actually, you know, people say manifested it, but that's where it would actually happen. But, you know, that's just one aspect of personal growth Mm -hmm. that business really, really stretches us into.
0: I love that too. Uh, I agree with you that envisioning it and calibrating to a certain level when you're thinking about your business is really important. Because I think that sometimes we get stuck in this kind of, man, I need clients now, or I, you know, like something's not happening. And one way out of that is doing exactly what you're saying: is to envision where you're going. Uh, you know, like I have this expression: you're going to be more successful in a move towards goal than a move away from goal. Um, and that just means that if we're moving towards something, we can see it and we can envision it. So I, I love it that you, uh, that you said that, cause that's not something you and I've ever talked about
1: before. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so true. You it's, and it stretches us in so many different ways. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I always say that the, the, there, there are really, to me, there's, well, there's many growth vehicles, right? So yeah. things that, uh, impetus or, uh, containers for, for personal growth and uh, the most popular one or the one that people think of the most or should think of is relationship, right? Right. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> <that is. laughs> you know, you could just go be a monk somewhere and, you know, in a monastery and be fine until you want to have a relationship with somebody. And that's when, right. you know, that's when things really get real. But, um, and that's, you know, what I realized at some point is that, Business, whatever kind of business you have, is relationship on steroids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because whatever kind of business you have, you are having to sell somebody something,
0: right?
1: <laughs> sure. You don't. you don't have a business unless there's that exchange of, you know, money for value. So right there, that's a relationship. <laughs> you yeah, know. Exactly. And that's just one of many. Um, that you get to grow into as you as you grow into your business, shall we say?
0: Well, that's a good segue because I, I really like where your business has been going lately. And I obviously I've been tracking you a little bit because we've done some work together before. Um, but I, I, I'd love you to tell me us more about that journey you've gone on. Uh, to the point now where you, you're delivering these really amazing, what you're calling, micro summits. So where did that all begin? Where did that story start?
1: Oh, boy. Okay. So, <laughs> well, you know what? Before I start that, I want to tell sure. you that you were such a huge part of my business growth stuff. I just have to thank you so much for your patience and your diligence and um you know, you just really helped me so, so, so much, you know, it's, it's really interesting, Um, how many times, I don't know how many times I said to you, as you were like pointing something out to me, it's like, oh dear God, I just said that very same thing to one of my clients this morning, right, (laughs) it's like, we all need a great coach we all do because you just cannot see the label from inside the jar so i just want to thank you publicly for everything that you did for me and my business it was really um it was really a catalyst this year so thank you
0: oh thank you so much barb it's been fantastic working with you and i i'm really excited to see the the growth in your company and this this evolution of what you're doing today i think people would be really interested and fascinated about the journey you've gone on because um, you and I have talked a little bit about this and I have this metaphor I talk about in growing a business like skateboard, scooter, motorcycle, car, which is just an idea of iterating your way through business um, and, you know, like getting started. So I think this whole, uh, that your whole story around this will be really interesting to listeners.
1: Awesome. Well, uh, you know, as I, as I alluded to earlier, uh, when I sold my my toy company and started this business. I thought, "Oh, easy breezy, got it in a handbag and all. I've had multiple <laughs> businesses, no problem." And, you know, now I've got, you know, the internet. I can leverage that, and holy schmoly, boy oh boy. <laughs> I came to a grinding halt, and I was like, whoa. You know, I literally came into this, like, I think a lot of people do thinking, okay, I just need an opt-in page and some kind of funnel, something like that. And then people will be, like, hovering around me, like, you know, like bees, uh, and I'll be their honey, and and everything will be just hunky dory and I'll be right up there on top again. Well, nothing even remotely close to that (laughs) happened just to get people's attention. (laughs) (laughs) It's like crazy, you know, and and then you come up, by, you know, talking about self-development, then you come up against all your own inner demons of, you know, oh, nobody loves me, or I'm not good enough, or ah, you know, maybe I don't have anything important to say. So you're battling all that, you know, right. <laughs> plus trying to figure out, well, you know, how do you, you know, and and then you're also going, well, you know, I, I just want to help people, right? I have all this business experience. Most people that get into an online business, we get into it because, We've had some kind of a transformation ourselves, right? And mine was, my transformation was realizing that, oh, I kind of get this business thing and marketing, and so now I want to go and help other people. Uh, And, you know, similarly, whether people are in health coaching or relationship or whatever it is, and then you run smack dab into that, nobody seems to care, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) I can help you people, but nobody seems to care. So um, I struggled for a couple of years. I spent tens of thousands of dollars on various programs and coaches and this and that. And every single thing I invested in, I thought, okay, this is the thing. This is the thing. What I realized in hindsight was that they were all tactics, right? They were, they were in, you know, like most people, we will invest in a tactic, but we don't have a strategy, much less a full model. Well, the breakthrough for me was when, you know, after two years of this, and I started saying, okay, hold it. (laughs) What has all these coaches that I've invested in, why are they making millions of dollars? And I don't have nothing. I haven't had a single client. And I realized, you know what? When they release a a new program or when they have a new opt-in gift or whatever it is, they have a list of thousands maybe tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of it so of course they're making money you know but I post my little thing on Facebook and I get crickets so that's when I realized okay what I need is an audience and so I kind of went in search for a way to well how do I develop an audience And in the online world um, you you not only just need an audience, but you need a place to collect them so you can continue to build a relationship with the people that you've attracted. And that is most widely accepted to be the email list, right? That's a very nice, convenient, tidy place to tuck people in so you can you know, mm-hmm. communicate with them. So I went about, how can I build a list? And it, it just seemed to be this impossible task. I, I do even want to tell you some of the escapades that I did? Right.
0: We've all been there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I have a Facebook page that has a thousand Turkish guys that I purchased to like my page who... Uh, have no interest in my services whatsoever, but just really want to know if I'm married or not so <laughs> that's oh, I one remember of you my... telling me
0: that story right?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that is one not of my... one
0: thing I did, but
1: uh, <laughs> we've yeah, all no, had a story, yeah, I don't recommend it yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> so i uh I was in search of this how do I build a list and look i also I don't have all day to do this either, sure. right? yeah, um, and that's when I discovered the telesummit model. And uh, that's basically, it's a, it's a method of partnering with others. And one of the things I love about this industry Duff is that it's really based on the notion of uh, abundance as opposed to most businesses, which are based on scarcity. So people don't, we don't look at each other as competitors in this business so much as partners. Um, you know how can we how can we work together to benefit both of us and the audience that we're both trying to reach? And TeleSummits is a model. It's an inter virtual interview series yep. um, that does just that. And so I hosted my first tele-summit and I got 3,000 people on my list. Yep. And it was, uh, I, I mean, I went from zero to 3,000 people in about a week, well, a week plus the 12 weeks it took to put the event together. Yeah. And uh, then I started reaching out to people on my list and, and engaging them in conversations and interviewing them and having discovery calls. And that I think is where I had my real breakthrough. Because what I've realized is, first of all, I was had in mind an avatar or a target that I was actually trying to attract that I thought would be my, you know, my target market, right. and who I attracted was completely not that person at all. Yeah, and funny that, hey? Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting, and and so in really, you know studying the people that I did attract, right, um, I realized who I am meant to serve, it became clearer and clearer, and so for me, that was my big breakthrough, is realizing that there is an, you know, especially in the transformational coaching industry, I believe, so this Mm -hmm. is my, you know, here's my woo-woo part, okay, (laughs) but I, yeah. <laughs> but I believe that, you know, when you put yourself out there in a public way and intentionally, you know, invite people attract people to you, the best way to figure out who your avatar, who your ideal client, all these things that we all struggle with so much that if you simply have an organic way like the one that I just mentioned to to attract your tribe, to invite your tribe in, and then you look back out and say, "Who are you, people?" It will become very apparent to you who you're meant to serve.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. And you know, like I think uh, I feel like I want to make a little plug for what what your what the micro summit is and where that's come to now, because I I think that uh, when we started working together that was what really interested me because I see the struggle that a lot of people have, you know, trying to launch their online businesses, whether they're coaches, consultants, healers, creative people, whatever, you know, and to me, there is not a system today that is better at helping people get warm prospects or leads, if you want to call them that, develop key partnerships and build authority in a very focused amount of time. And uh, to deliver something like that in, I think you deliver them pretty quickly in 30 days. So it's like this quick way to springboard your business past all of these struggles that people typically have. Uh, And I haven't seen anything like it. I just think it's a fantastic program.
1: Thank you. And that's, uh, I'll, I'll plug you right back because that was what you really helped me see. I came into this, like I've been teaching this now for six years, mm-hmm. this method, and it's a great way for people to go from zero to a list, and then right after that, first clients. Because, as right. you said, when you attract your audience in this fashion, mm-hmm. um, you also have immediate authority. People are seeing you as the interviewer, um, and so they are. You, you know, you don't have to go from shy little "Who am I?" You, you, People in their eyes, the eyes of the people you've attracted, see you as somebody that can help them already. So you're yeah. three quarters of the way there. But I came into working with you, seeing my, and I, and I see this with so many other entrepreneurs. We have a very narrow focus of what our services can accomplish, Right. and we're missing the biggest. The bigger picture, which is what I was. I saw this primarily as a way, as a list building method. So I got stuck at list building. So I said, I need to figure out how to build a list. I found the Telesummit model, eventually, uh, transformed it into the Micro Summit model, which is a lot simpler, easier, and faster to produce. Um, and I, I, my problem was no list. This solved the list and boom. And it, it along the way, it did all these other things. And that, Duff, is really what you helped me to, it, you helped open my eyes to, yeah. you know, I was, I saw them, but I was taking them for granted. I knew it, but I was, I wasn't marketing to them. Right. I was right. Like, talking about them you know uh, presenting them in my marketing the part the fact that it helps you build relationships with partners which again that is how we grow our business in yeah. the online world is through partnering right and uh, also authority is so important so
0: yeah I just think it's it's like it's it's uh, you're really on to something because it's gonna be something that I think going forward people are going to be really interested in they're interested in like uh, simple. Um and leverageable. You know, something that you can is simple, is leverageable, and you can scale it fairly quickly. And so, you know, if you're starting out really, uh, check out Barb's stuff because it's very useful and very interesting. Um and very very impactful to your growth of your business. Uh You already gave me a bit of a deep insight because I usually ask my guests, like, what's one of your biggest insights you've gone through in your business growth? But maybe I'll ask you again in sort of a different context. Like if you sort of hover above what you've created here, Barb, over the last few years, what would you say is the biggest insight you've gleaned just in the context of it being a personal development journey? What is your biggest insight you've maybe gleaned in this journey you've taken?
1: Um, I only get one. (laughs) <laughs> so
0: you can take more than one that's okay <laughs> no
1: I mean it, it's because it's huge right so you know I'll just say kind of what pops into my mind right now is desire ah. um, you know I, we have a in our culture we have this strange relationship with desire I think mm-hmm. and you know it's you know wanting money or you know, fame or authority or whatever is can be frowned upon or and we and so often as individuals we you know are battling those beliefs in ourselves that you know oh i shouldn't want money or should you know and probably one of the biggest realizations that i had is you know is is losing that fear or shame around desire and realizing that it's desire that pulls us forward to create Oh. And that's a and second realization that I've had is that business is the ultimate creation. It's literally taking an idea out of the realm of potential mm-hmm. and birthing it into physicality, into this world. And what compels us to do that, it takes a lot of energy to create anything, right? Right. And uh, what compels us, what drives us forward, what pulls us forward is desire. So really I have just cultivated a, a deep appreciation for desire and dreaming and imagination and wanting more, you know, instead of feeling shameful around it.
0: I love that. I love it how you say desire pulls us forward to create. I think that's fantastic. Wow. I, I also would like to ask my guests about this topic of resistance. And you and I have talked about this a little bit. Um, it's it's a word that I hadn't really heard a lot until I got into the transformation world, sort of coming from the startup world. It wasn't something I typically heard, but it's something I hear quite a bit. And it's just this idea for our new listeners uh, that I hear is just people going like, I want to do this, but I've got this resistance around it. Uh, blocks, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And I, I'm just wondering, like in your journey, like what's your experience with resistance and how do you kind of navigate resistance in your business, Barb? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny that you say it because you had mentioned you were going to ask me that question before we actually jumped into this interview and I was like, Oh, great, because I'm going through a period of major resistance right, right. now. <laughs> it, oh my I apologize. God. Yeah, I was like, can I just unload on you here, right here? And <laughs> right. No, you know, resistance has so many, many, many different forms. And if somebody comes to you and say, yeah, I'd like to move forward, but I'm feeling this resistance, that's a really um, aware person. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Because most of us experience resistance, and we don't realize that it's resistance. Resistance. Uh, we experience it as procrastination, perfectionism, confusion, right. mm-hmm. overwhelm. All of those things are resistance. And can, can I plug a book? I, I didn't write it. Sure. So there's a book that really helped me understand the nature of resistance. Is called Let me think. Um, the The Art of War.
0: Right.
1: By Stephen Pressfield. It's a it's a quick read. It's a you know, you can read it in an evening. But he you know he wrote this book. He's a writer, obviously, and it's kind of about overcoming writer's block, which is another way to say resistance. But I love how he frames it. He he shows it as you know the closer that we get when we are creating, we are that we are the closest to our true nature when we are uh, creating right we are closest to god to source however you want to look at it to our true nature and the, and he, Stephen Pressfield talks about resistance as like this monster that's keeping us from our true nature. So mm-hmm. the closer we get to source, the closer we get to writing our, our great novel or creating our business or writing a best-selling song, the closer we get to that, the more this monster comes out of the closet. And he is so cleverly disguised, again, as... You know, overwhelming and can tell a very convincing, very logical story about why you shouldn't be moving forward. But when you start seeing that that is the trickster, um, mm-hmm. then you can start recognizing that in yourself and realize that that's not real. What's real is your desire to create, your desire to move towards who you truly yeah. are.
0: That's fantastic. Thank you. It, you know, and, and that, that um, book, um, you've referenced that to me before, and uh, you know, your business, you talk about the thriving change maker, which is a part of the, the, the branding and, and the, the message inside your business, and it feels like you know, that uh, idea, the mountaintop experience that we talk about, um, is, is part of what you talk about in your messaging and that, and so, yeah, thank you so much for that example. Of um and how how you push through it?
1: Yeah, pushing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Always> pushing. Present. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> well, it sounds like desire pulls you forward to create. You know, it it sounds like that's that that is the answer. So I love that.
1: It yeah. does, and it also, you know, I th- I feel like you have to really, you know, know that that you just have to intellectually know that that other voice is not real. Like when you're feeling stressed or anxious, as I've right. been, you know. Um, you know, you check in and you say, that's not, that's not real. Right. You know, what's real is, is this movement forward towards source.
0: Right. Well um, that, so what you uh, have to offer for my guests here today is something really interesting too on that note, because it, it's, it speaks to this idea of moving forward. And so um, I'm excited to talk about that a little bit. Barb, has a a wonderful community. Like she's really committed to people who are uh, getting their business online. And the, the micro summit, uh, I'm telling you, it is the thing. I I'm excited to hear more and more about micro summits. So yeah. Thank you so much, Barb. And, and thank you for being a guest here on off my Duff the entrepreneur podcast today.
1: Thank you, Duff. I so appreciate you.
0: Yeah, you can, you can find out more about Barb at barberAmes.com, I think, as well. Join Barb's community, learn more about micro summits. And uh, yeah, I've been, I've been thrilled to have you here today. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. And so for all my guests, thank you again for coming to our show today. And remember, as you go out into the world and make the impact that you deserve and that you want to make on your ideal clients, to teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. See you next time. Bye now. Hey, everyone, I'm Duff Gardner, and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, The Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business. More sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans and more deals, period. And here's what I believe. Your offer is the purest expression of your truth. So that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the 8-Step Revenue Breakthrough System. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy, and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. See you next time. Bye now.